وَإِذَا and when غَشِيَهُمْ It covers them. What covers them? Mawjun Waves. Waves at sea, when they cover the people, meaning they're so high that they're literally rising above the ships. Alright? The water is getting into the ship. And these waves, they rise, they cover them كَالْغُلَلِ like canopies. Lulal is the plural of the word lullah from the root letters la lam lam. Lil, what does lil mean? Shadow. Alright? And lullah is something that is above you in order to give you shadow. So for example, an umbrella. Alright? Or for example, a shade, a canopy, a tent, or something like that. Alright? So over here, lullah, lullah basically is a canopy, a huge umbrella, like a tent. So waves, when they cover them, and these waves are like canopies, literally rising and coming above them. Can you picture this image in your head? Huge, massive waves rising above the ships. What do they do? The people in those ships, what do they do at that time? They call upon Allah. They do dua to Allah. But how is it that they make dua to Allah? Mukhlisina lahuddin. Mukhlisin, plural of mukhlis. One who makes sincere from the word ikhlas. Ikhlas is sincerity. Exclusivity meaning you make your intention, your goal exclusively for who? For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they call upon Allah Mukhlisin as ones who are making sincere and pure lahu for him meaning for Allah alone what is it that they make sincere for him ad-deen the religion meaning worship in other words they make dua only to who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they call upon who only Allah because they tried reaching out to others in order to get help but what happened Nobody could help. Nobody could help. And even if somebody heard, and they're coming to help you, it's gonna take time for them to come to you, for them to reach you in order to help you. Right? So what happens even in life, when we're surrounded by difficulties, when we're overwhelmed with difficulties, such difficulties which appear to be big enough to crush you, big enough to bury you, then what is it that we call upon? We tried calling upon people, our friends, but then we realize that nobody can take us out of this mess except for who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mukhlisina lahuddin. You see, at sea, that is where you learn tawheed. You know, sea travel really teaches you tawheed. And I'm not saying that if you don't go to sea and you don't go, you don't find yourself in a storm like that, you'll never learn tawheed. No, that's not what I mean. The way you understand tawheed when you're surrounded by difficulties, you don't understand tawheed otherwise. So be grateful for the difficulties that come your way also. Because these difficulties have drawn you closer to who? Your Lord. They have made you Purer. They have made you more sincere, insha'Allah. Because you realize the reality of people. You saw the weakness of the creation. You saw the pathetic nature of creation. You saw the ugliness of the creation. You saw their lies. You saw their betrayals. 
you saw their selfishness. You witnessed it. With your own eyes, you experienced it firsthand. And what is it that you saw at the same time? The beauty of Allah. The perfection of Allah. The richness of Allah. The fact that He is a Samir, that He is Al-Alim. Would you learn this lesson if you didn't go through a storm? Would you learn this lesson if you didn't go through some difficulty in your life? No, you wouldn't. So, دَعْوُ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ They call upon Allah, making their worship sincere to Him. Meaning they call only upon Him. فَلَمَّا then when نَجَّاهُمْ He saved them. He rescued them. إِلَى الْبَرِّ To the land. They were at sea, stranded, close to death. But what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rescued them. And He brought them to the shore. He brought them to land. What happened? فَمِنْهُمْ Then from them are those who are مُقْتَصِد. Only some people are مُقْتَصِد. مُقْتَصِد Moderate, focused. وَمَا يَجْحَدُ And none denies يَجْحَدُ from jihud, And jihud is to deny with knowledge. Meaning a person knows exactly what he's doing. Still he's in denial. None denies بِآيَاتِنَا Our signs إِلَّا except كُلُّ Every خَتَّارٍ Extreme, treacherous. كَفُور Extremely ungrateful. Who is khattar? Khattar is from the root letters khatara. And khatara is to betray. To go against one's word. To say something else and then do something else later on. And who is kafur? Not just kafir, but kafur. Kafur, one who is extremely, extremely ungrateful. Meaning the blessings are obvious, undeniable. But still a person rejects them. He does not acknowledge them. It's obvious that this was only Allah's help. But still a person does not accept that it was Allah's help. He is kafur, extremely ungrateful. Or that he realized that it was Allah's favor, but then later on, he didn't do anything to thank Allah. He didn't even say alhamdulillah. Kafur, extremely ungrateful. Now over here, what do we see? A lesson is being taught here. That at sea, when people are surrounded by a storm, when they're in the midst of a storm, they leave everybody else and they call upon Allah alone. Then what happens? When Allah saves them, then there are two types of people. Two types of people. First, فَمِنْهُمْ فَمِنْهُمْ مُقْتَصِد Some of them are مُقْتَصِد Meaning, all of them do not remain مُقْتَصِد Only some of them remain مُقْتَصِد and the rest of the people, the majority, how are they? Khattar kafur. Treacherous and ungrateful. Now what is this word muqtasid? We have done the word iqtisad, qast earlier, numerous times. And remember that qast is goal. Qast is to intend towards a goal, to set a goal. Alright? And iqtisad is to go straight to one's goal. To remain focused on one's goal. And from this, the word muqtasid is used for moderate also, balanced also. Because he's free from extremes. He's not going right, he's not going left. Where is he going? Straight to his goal. Alright? So, فَمِنْهُمْ muqtasid, And this has been interpreted in numerous ways. I'm giving you one interpretation over here. And that is that only a few people remain focused on the goal. They remain moderate, meaning they 
they stick to the promises that they made to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are true to the words that they said when they were in that difficulty. What happens is that when we are in some difficulties, we reach out, right? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. And when we ask Him for help, we make some promises also. We say, if Allah takes me out of this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show the world that this is this and that is that. Right? Or I promise that I'm going to give this much sadaqah. I promise that I'm going to go for umrah. You know what? I'm going to call this person. I'm really going to thank them. I'm going to give a gift to so and so because of the advice that they gave me. I'm going to, you know, show my support to this individual because of the help that they offered me. Right? So we say a lot of things. We make a lot of good plans when we are in difficulty, when we're making dua to Allah. But what happens when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes us out of that difficulty when He saves us? How often is it that we remain true to our words? How often does it happen? Allah says, فَمِنْهُمْ مُقْتَصِدٌ Only a few are muqtasid. They remain focused. They actually fulfill their promises. They're true to their word. They go and thank people. And they also thank Allah. They show gratitude. فَمِنْهُمْ مُقْتَصِدٌ Remember the story of Ikrimah bin Abi Jahl? Ikrimah radiallahu anhu? That how, when he was trended at sea also, he promised that he would accept Islam. Right? And when he was saved, he actually went to the Prophet ﷺ and he embraced Islam. فَمِنْهُمْ مُقْتَصِدْ Everybody doesn't. Very few people do that. They fulfill their promises once they're out of difficulty. In Surah At-Tawbah also we learned about how nifaq, how hypocrisy occurs in the heart. How it comes about in the heart. That, وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ عَاهَدَ اللَّهَ Amongst them is he who makes a promise with Allah. That if Allah gives us this much, this much money, then we will do this and this and this. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enriches them, He gives them what they want, then what happens? They forget about the promises that they made. So we need to be honest with ourselves. We need to be honest with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because those who don't fulfill their promises, Allah calls them khattar kafur treacherous, treacherous. That they only said those words, they only made those du'as, they only made those promises. Why? Just to get somewhere, just to get some benefit. Has it ever happened with you that you come across some people who say, you know what, I'm in a lot of need, I really need your help, I really need your time. And you know what, don't worry about the work that you're doing, once I'm done with my work, I'll help you too. What happens? You leave your work, you help them, and then, they're busy partying, right? They don't have time for you. Perhaps we are the ones who have done something like this to somebody. This is khattab, kafur, extremely ungrateful. Allah says, Ya ayyuhannas, O people, O mankind, ittaqu rabbakum, fear your Lord. Have fear of your Lord. He owns you. You think you got out of this problem right now, He doesn't have any grasp, over you, he cannot catch you again. He cannot put you in difficulty again. He cannot put you in another storm. He can bring a worse storm at home also. Ya ayyuhannas, ittaqu rabbakum, fear your Lord. Wakhshaw, and fear, yawman, a day, which day? La yajzi, he will not avail. Who will not avail? Walidun, a father. An from waladihi his child. 
fear the day when no father will avail his son. Wala and nor mauludun. A child that is born. Maulud is who? From waulam dal. Maulud is one who is given birth to. And remember there is a difference between maulud and walad. Walad is also a child. Maulud is also a child. But maulud is the direct descendant. Okay? The direct descendant. And walad can apply to even grandchildren. Okay? So even a maulud, the direct descendant, he cannot, huwa jazin, he cannot avail an walidihi, his father, shay'an, anything. If he cannot avail his immediate father, how can he benefit his grandfather? How can he benefit his other relatives, uncle or who, or anybody else? Each person shall be on his own that day. So fear that day. Worry about that day. Has it ever happened that in some difficulty, you feel alone? You feel alone. You see, when we are in some difficulty and there are words of support pouring in from everywhere. Hmm? Anywhere you go, people hug you. Right? You lost somebody. You failed an exam. You know, your pipe got burnt. What happens? People console you. It's okay. Your mom calms you down. It's okay. I'll still eat the burnt pie. Right? Your favorite cup broke. Your child looks at you with pity. Isn't it? People show their tenderness, you know, their warm feelings, their words of support. And that is so comforting. Isn't it? That no matter how difficult of a time you're going through, the words of support, Alhamdulillah, they're such a huge blessing. But imagine if you're going through some difficulty and nobody even knows about it. Or if people even know about it, they don't care about you, instead they blame you. Doesn't it multiply the problem? Doesn't it multiply the hardship? It does. And if they leave you on your own, you're on your own, that makes it so much more difficult. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is warning us, you think the difficulties you're going through today are difficult? Are bad? What do you think about the day of judgment? When your father will not help you, when your child will not help you, you are on your own. Jazin, nobody is going to give jaza to the other. Nobody is going to help another. Nobody is going to avail another. Nobody is going to be of use to another. The word jazin, alright, this yajazi, jazin, both are from the root letters jim, zayya, jaza. And what is jaza? To pay. Alright, when you pay someone, you're actually helping them, you're being of use to them, you're benefiting them. So no one's going to be of benefit to another. Indeed, the promise of Allah is true. Don't doubt the coming of the day of judgment. So what do we learn from here? The difficulties of this world, what are they teaching us? What are they a glimpse of? The difficulties of the day of judgment. Any hardship in this life should remind us of the hardships in the hereafter. You want to get out of problems right now? You want to run away from them? You want them to end already? Think about the day of judgment. Wouldn't you want problems to end on that day? Wouldn't you want them to go away that day? 
What are you doing for those problems right now? What are you doing to protect yourself that day? What are you doing to save yourself that day? إِنَّ وَعْدَ اللَّهِ حَقٍ Indeed, the promise of Allah is true. فَلَا تَغُرَّنَّكُمْ So let it not delude you. تَغُرَّنَّ From the root letters, غَيْن رَا رَا And نُون مُشَدَّدْ Definitely. Never at all, at any cost, let it deceive you. What? الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا The life of the world. Don't let the worldly life deceive you. What is the deception of the life of this world? What is the deception? Hmm? What is the deception of this life? Okay, it's going to be there forever, but people know that they're going to die. See, the thing is that we know we're going to die. But we think we have a long time. Isn't it? We think that if we weren't able to get something done today, we can get it done tomorrow. We think that if we did something wrong today, don't worry about the consequences. Right? We'll deal with it when it comes. Go ahead. Okay. Another deception is that we get deceived by our own strength, our own abilities, or the resources that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, the creation that surrounds us. So we think that we are fine the way we are, we don't need Allah. But what's the connection over here? The day of judgment is coming. Don't let this worldly life deceive you. Don't let this worldly life make you believe that this is all. And this is all that you need to worry about. So your goal becomes the life of this world. You are concerned about your image here. And you're concerned about your reputation here. And you're concerned about your success here. And you're concerned about your safety here. You're only concerned about al-ajila, the immediate. This is the deception of the worldly life. That you think that this life is Everything. Because you see it. And because the day of judgment, it seems far. Death seems far. So you forget about it. You put it behind. You don't worry about it. You don't prepare for it. So you end up preferring the ajila over the ajila. You end up preferring the immediate, which is the worldly life, over what? Over what is to come later, which is the afterlife. In Surah Al-Kahf, what do we learn? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that إِنَّا جَعَلْنَا مَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ زِينَةً لَهَا Everything you see is what? It's just adornment, decoration of this life. But what's going to happen to all of this decoration? It's going to turn into سَعِيدًا جُرُزًا It's going to turn into a plain, flat ground. Everything is going to finish. So don't attach yourself to the things of this world, to the goals of this world, so that you neglect the afterlife. Bismillah, assalamu alaikum. Uh, we shouldn't let the dunya to deceive us because maybe you may hear some people telling you al-huda is this, al-huda is that. Do not let that deceive you because al-huda, you know it, how it's amazing. I'm here in al-huda for five years. It's amazing. I hear some students, they're not coming because they hear the incident, what happened. But it's not Al-Huda. And I trust Al-Huda more than my home. And I feel safe in Al-Huda more than my home. My home, 
And you should feel that too, because this is Allah's home. If we don't feel good in Allah's home, where are we going to feel good? If we are safe to go mall, if we are safe to go outside, how come you don't feel safe to come here? This is a safe place. Don't let the dunya deceive you. I was reading this um, post by Sister Yasmin Mujahid in which she had written about how, you know, when you're driving, there's always a risk of an accident, isn't it? There is always that risk that you could end up in a crash, you could lose your car, you could lose your life, isn't it? There is always that risk. But do we stop driving because of that risk? Do we? No. It's amazing because people are telling us, don't go right now. It's dark. Don't go right now. It's raining. Don't go right now. There's a snowstorm. Right? Don't go right now. Because of this reason, because of that reason. But we are adamant. No, I have to go pick that pizza up. Right? I have to go for my class. I have to go to the mall. I have to go to my friend's house. We still drive even though we know the risks of driving. So why is it that when it comes to worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the risks over there, we get deceived by them. And we think, I can't take this risk because this could potentially have an effect on my career. I can't take this risk because this could potentially have, you know, have an effect on my whatever. فَلَا تَغُرَّنَّكُمُ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا The life of this world, do not let it deceive you. What does this mean then? That the nature of this worldly life is that it is deceptive. It is deceptive. This is how Allah has created this life, this world. It is ibtila, it is imtihan, it is a test. And there are going to be deceptions in the test. Aren't questions meant to be tricky? Seriously, in a test, aren't questions meant to be tricky? That's why it's called a test, right? I mean, half of passing your test is not about the content. It's about understanding the question. Isn't it? So this is how this life is. There are going to be risks. There are going to be dangers. But don't let your love of this world deceive you. Don't let it prevent you from seeking the akhirah. فَلَا تَغُرَّنَّكُمُ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا وَلَا أَنَّاتْ يَغُرَّنَّكُمْ It deceive you بِاللَّهِ About Allah Al-Gharoor The deceiver. Gharoor. Gharoor is who? Notice this word is not غُرُور. Look at the word. It is not غُرُور. It is غَرُور. غُرُور is a mustar which is deception. Alright? And غَرُور is a person. It's on the structure of fa'ul. Just like غَفُور. Alright? So غَرُور is one who deceives. Who is the deceiver? It is the shaitan. The greatest deceiver. And he is after each and every single one of us. Bombing us, bombarding us with waswas, with evil thoughts, with fears. Bombarding us literally. Negativity. You know, falling into accepting rumors and lies. So don't let him deceive you. Be careful. He's an enemy and he's after you. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. A couple of things that came to my mind after reading this ayah. Uh, we didn't point that one out. When we talk about the sea, uh, 
Now, we were talking about that in our group too, that um, when we are talking about sea and the day and night changing, mm-hmm. it kind of brings us to the law of nature and um, as the, the Newton laws and Allah Ta'ala is pointing us to the knowledge of physics here to study more about it and get to know how, how does a bigger ship can float and a needle will sink. So Quran is not uh, asking us not to study, but it's pointing us towards to study more about the nature and looking at the time of Noah when the Kashti, the, uh, the boat was made out of wood and nowadays when we have like those big stallers for the oil and then we have like bridges who are miles down in the earth and that is all around us so so we see how a lot and it and it has been placed in surah luqman that talk about wisdom that how allah has given us wisdom and how we can use it so it's it's kind of broadening our horizon it's not limiting us at the same time like the wisdom of using the knowledge and i don't know i kind of say it again and again is knowledge of technology and putting things and not putting things and putting posts and not putting posts is so important what you do and what you know not do because you become liable what you say or what you not say or what you write it down anywhere or you do not write it down. So we, we need to use our wisdom again and again with all the things that we have around us. So the life of this world, don't let it deceive you and the greatest deceiver don't let him deceive you either. So there's one thing that we see which is deceptive, which is the life of this world. And there's another enemy, deceiver, whom we don't see. And that is the shaitan. So there's going to be deception which is direct and there's going to be deception that is indirect, visible and hidden. So you better be very alert. You better use your mind. So as a student, it's also like a test for us, like how strong we are, like either we want to continue our education over here or not, right? When my students, they ask, sister, is it the same school that you go? I said, so do you find anything wrong in me, in my black abaya, in my hijab, right? We should be, you know, should be so much confident about ourselves. You know, alhamdulillah, we are blessed that we are coming. We know that what, why we are studying here. Alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. So students who are not showing up, they should come. They should come, right? Inshallah. Who's going to tell them? Who's going to tell them? Who will? Raise your hand. Who will? Good. Two hands, I see. Right? You're raising both your hands. Mashallah. Barakallahu feekum. And even those who are not coming, who are not regular students, okay? Invite them. Don't wait for an open house and a formal invitation that is to be printed and then given to you and then you're requested to please call somebody. No. If anybody talks to you about all of that, tell them, why don't you come with me and see for yourself? Come with me. Right? This false assumptions that people have now, they need to be broken. People are usually enemy to what they're ignorant of. So we need to break that ignorance. Yeah, and don't assume that just because somebody is not coming, it's because of this reason, or that they're feeling weak. It's possible that they want to, but it's the families, or it's a genuine concern. So, of course, when we approach somebody, keep that in mind, inshallah. I mean, fear is a real feeling, and it's a genuine feeling. We even heard, read about prophets, Hazrat Musa became fearful, and prophets have the most belief. And I would say, and, and I would rather say, when everybody is here, 
it's it's important that when you are not comfortable with something, whether it's a student or a teacher, that you need to question it and question it in the right way and to the right people, because every Every area has more space where you can make things better or change things. But if you do not question it in the right way, whether you are in Al-Hud or you're in a regular school or anywhere, you need to question it and question it in the right, proper way instead of just posting things where it doesn't really belong. So, ya ayyuhan nas, O people, ittaqu rabbakum, fear your Lord. وَخْشَوْ يَوْمًا أَنْ فِيرْ أَدَيْ لَا يَجْزِي وَالِدٌ عَنْ وَلَدِهِ وَلَا مَوْلُودٌ هُوَ جَازٍ عَنْ وَالِدِهِ شَيْئًا The day when a father cannot avail his child, nor can a child avail his father at all anything. إِنَّ وَعْدَ اللَّهِ حَقٍ Indeed, the promise of Allah is true. فَلَا تَغُرَّنَّكُمُ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا So do not let the life of this world deceive you. وَلَا يَغُرَّنَّكُمْ بِاللَّهِ الْغَرُورِ And do not let the deceiver, meaning shaitan, deceive you about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the Qur'an, Allah tells us about shaitan, يَعِدُهُمْ وَيُمَنِّيهِمْ Shaitan promises them, threatens them, gives them Hopes, false hopes. وَمَا يَعِدُهُمُ الشَّيْطَانُ إِلَّا غُرُورًا But the promises of shaitan are nothing but deception. It reminds me of how these days we use the word YOLO a lot. How uh, you only live once. That's That has become like an excuse for everything. And that is the biggest deception. Yes, it is the deception. Right? So don't we let for- this deceive you. Yeah, we forget that we only die once too yeah. and we're going to be raised so Yeah, it's low. like, you know, do all the wrong things possible when you're getting married because it's that one day. Right? Do all the things you can when you graduate from high school because you only graduate once, hopefully. Right? Uh, or from university or whatever, you get your job. You know, for everything we have this excuse. It's my 17th birthday and 17th birthday is only once, you know. It's my 18th birthday and my 18th birthday is only going to be once, right? This is the excuse we have, that this is the time. You know, if I don't have fun now, I'll have no fun ever, right? If I don't get this now, I'll never, it'll never be the same. This is the deception of this life. You know, this urgency, urgency, that I have to have fun now, I have to do it now. And if I don't, it's as if I'll be deprived forever. So don't let this deceive you. In Surah Fatir, Ayah 18, Allah says, وَلَا تَزِرُ وَازِرَةٌ وِزْرَ أُخْرَى No bearer of burden will bear the burden of another. No father, no child, nobody at all. In a hadith in the Silsilat al-Sahihah, the Prophet ﷺ said, Indeed, this world is green, luscious, sweet. It is sweet, there's no denying it. It is delicious, it's enjoyable. No denial of that. It is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created it. But he also said that whoever acquires it through haq will be granted blessing in it. Meaning any part of this world, any part of this worldly blessings, you acquire it in the right way, Allah will bless it. And he who takes it from the wealth of Allah and his messenger unjustly, meaning he steals or he cheats, then they will get nothing the day they meet Allah. Such a person will get nothing when? On the day that he meets Allah. So if a person prefers this dunya over the akhirah, then this is a wise choice? What is it? It's otherwise. The Prophet 
he explained the reality of this life to us in very simple terms. He said, إِنَّ مَطْعَمَ بْنِ آدَمْ جُعِلَ مَثَلًا لِلدُّنْيَا The food of the son of Adam is the example of this world. In the food that people eat, that is the example of this world. وَإِنْ قَزَّحَهُ وَمَلَّحَهُ فَانْظُرُوا إِلَى مَا يَصِيرُ No matter how flavorful you prepare it, no matter how delicious you make it, how awesome you make it, mouth-watering and whatnot, all those words, big words that you have for delicious food, right? Bring them to mind. No matter how beautiful that food is, in every way, look at what it turns into. Look at what it turns into. This is the reality of this life. It appears to be so beautiful, attractive, glamorous. And you know, especially when food is hot, right? Just out of the oven, just off the pan. Have you ever heard your parents telling you, for example, your mom telling you, eat now before it gets cold. It's not going to be the same once you heat it in the microwave, right? I don't have a microwave in my house and it's a personal choice. But, you know, heating up the food is not an easy task, all right? So every time the food is hot and ready, I'm like, eat now. Because I'm not getting up again and heating up the food in a pan just so that I have to wash another pan. Right? So eat now. And of course, you know, it has a different enjoyment when you eat it right when it's ready. But no matter how it is, what's, what is it going to turn into? Seriously. Then does it matter if it was salty or not salty? Do you get the point over here? Does it matter if it looked beautiful or it didn't? Does it matter if it was from a fancy restaurant or it wasn't? Does it matter if it was fresh or it was two days old? It doesn't. Because what is it going to turn into no matter how fancy it is? Even if it's a $100 plate, even if it's a $70 dinner, what is it going to turn into? So don't go crazy about this world. What is its end? What is the end of this world? It is Sa'idan Juruza. It's going to finish. And what is going to finish is not worth your life. So don't go chasing this dunya all your life. Seek the hereafter. In Allah, indeed Allah, indahu, with Him, meaning with Him alone, is ilmu sa'a, knowledge of the hour. Meaning when the day of judgment is going to occur, this time is known to who? Allah alone. وَيُنَزِّلُ الْغَيْسِ And He sends down the rain. You see, there's so many words for rain in the Arabic language. Matar is one of them. Ghayth is one of them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the word ghayth over here. Because ghayth is used for rain that comes after a long wait. After a long wait. You're expecting it to come and you're waiting and waiting. It is rain that comes after a period of dryness. And rain that comes after prayer, meaning you've been praying for it, you've been asking Allah for it, you've been begging Him for it. And it is rain that is in profusion. Because your need is great. So the rain is also a lot. This is ghayth. وَيُنَزِّلُ الْغَيْثِ He sends down the much needed rain. And He sends it. Don't doubt it. 
He will send it. But when will He send it? Its time is known to Allah alone. He knows, He decides when to send the rain. How often is it that we see the clouds? I mean, the whole day there's an overcast, but what happens? Not a drop of rain. Isn't it? Not a drop of rain. I lived in Karachi for many years. Karachi is a city in Pakistan by the sea. And you don't get much rain there. Or at least when I was living there, not not much rain. But one thing you see in the sky is always clouds. Clouds that are just traveling, traveling, traveling. So it's amazing. Clouds are formed perhaps at the sea, and then they just rise and they go away somewhere else. Right? يُنَزِّلُ الْغَيْزِ Because who decides when rain should fall? Allah Azza wa Jal. وَيَعْلَمُ And He knows مَا that which fil arham is in the wombs. Arham, plural of the word, rahim. What is rahim? The womb of the mother. Womb of a woman. Okay? So what is exactly in the womb? Allah knows about it. Whether a fetus is forming or not. A child is... Because so many times it happens that a woman doesn't even know she's pregnant. Right? Months later, weeks later, she finds out. Allah knows what is in there. And if the child is there, then what is its gender? What are its, you know, characteristics? The appearance? Right? So many times it happens that the, the doctors think that there's a problem, but when the child is born, no problem. Right? The ultrasound shows one thing, and then when the child is born, it's another thing. Right? So who knows the reality of the child that is in the womb? Allah. And ma fil arham, ma doesn't just refer to the child, it could refer to something else also. Meaning anything that's in the womb. Right? A fertilizing egg or not or, you know, something else, some disease, tumor, cyst, something else. Allah knows. Ya'lamu ma fil arham. You know, it's amazing. We think our body is ours. Right? But do we have control over the womb? Uh-uh. Not one bit. If you think about it, hayd, why is it called hayd? Menstruation, it's called hayd. Hayd literally is blood that flows. Okay? Something that flows by its own. You don't have control over when it begins and when it ends. And that is the reality of the womb. You have no control over it. يَعْلَمُ مَا فِي الْأَرْحَامِ He knows what's in the womb. And he knows what is in every hidden place. What did Luqman tell his son? That if there is something as tiny as a mustard seed inside a rock or somewhere in the sky or the earth, Allah will bring it out. Nothing is hidden from Allah. وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ And no soul knows. تَدْرِي from diraya دَالْ رَيَا To learn about something. No soul can find out. Mada, what is that which taksibu it will earn ghadan tomorrow, the next day? No person knows what they're gonna do tomorrow, the next day. You know, it's amazing. You go to sleep at night thinking tomorrow is gonna be just, you know, a normal, usual, typical day. But then what happens? It turns into a completely unexpected, you know, storm. Right? So you don't know what you're going to do tomorrow. You make plans, but what happens the next day? None of those plans work out. You set goals for the week, but the whole week, you get nothing accomplished. 
Right? You don't know what you're gonna do tomorrow even. وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ And no soul knows بِأَيِّ أَرْضٍ In which land تَمُوتُ It will die. No person knows in which land it will die. At home? Or somewhere else? In one's own country or in a foreign land? At the road? While traveling? At work? In the mall? No person knows where they're gonna die. إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَلِيمٌ خَبِيرٌ Indeed, Allah, He is Alim. He is knowing. And He is Khabir. He is acquainted. So what is this ayah teaching us? That these matters are known to who? Allah alone. These matters of the unseen are only in Allah's knowledge. And what does that show to us? Allah's power, His might, the perfection of His knowledge. وَسِعَ كُرْسِيُّهُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Hmm? Everything is within his knowledge, his control. And he has kept this knowledge only for who? For himself. And it is said that these are the matters of ghaib that are known only to Allah. What are they? Firstly, the knowledge of the hour. Remember when Jibreel asked the Prophet ﷺ, when is it going to be? And what was the response? That the one who is being asked doesn't know any better about it than the one who is asking. Secondly, when rain will fall. We can guess. We can estimate, but we can never know for sure. What is inside the womb? Again, we can try to find out, but everything we can't know. What we're going to do tomorrow? It can be so unpredictable. Right? And fifth, where a person is going to die. These are matters of the unseen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept with Himself alone. And this shows to us the might, the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is wisdom? That a person surrenders to this Lord. That a person is grateful to this Lord. Recitation of these ayat. وَإِذَا غَشِيَهُمْ مَوْجٌ كَالظُّلَلِ دَعَوُ اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ دَعَوُ اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ فَلَمَّا نَجَّاهُمْ إِلَى الْبَرِّ فَمِنْهُمْ مقتصد وما يجحد بآياتنا إلا كل ختار كفور يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم واخشوا يوما واخشوا يوما لا يجزي والد عن ولده ولا مولود هو جاز عن والده شيئا إن وعد الله حق فلا تغرنكم الحياة الدنيا ولا يغرنكم بالله الغرور إن الله عنده علم الساعة وينزل الغيث ويعلم ما في الأرحام وما تدري نفس ماذا تكسب غدا وما تدري نفس بأي أرض تموت إن
Subhanakallahu bihamdik ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh